Thanks, folks, for tuning in to Live Reality Games. We are covering a very special episode here of Surviving South Dakota, the final episode in this second season. And we are joined today by all the finalists and friends and family watching on YouTube right now. So thanks for watching. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button for whenever season three is coming out. I'm sure we'll be back for the inevitable whenever we get there or the next season of any live reality game that you want to check out. So thank you, everyone. And um, hey, finalists, uh, Jason, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing amazing. Happy to be here. I am now one week away from um, the editing booth, so I'm happy to have some distance for the first time in six months. Uh, yes, for the folks that are not watching that um, do not know, that uh, Jason was the main editor and he pretty much put all this together. So um, congratulations for a phenomenal season. So thank you. Um, somebody also that had a phenomenal season. Uh, we'll go with John. John, how you doing tonight? I'm feeling good. You know, I, I love doing these things. It gives us all an opportunity to uh, air out some things, you know, that we didn't get out in the, uh, you know, in the episodes. So this is kind of a, a fun way to do things. And yeah, I'm feeling good. I just watched the finale and uh, so good. Kudos to Jason. He did an awesome job with editing all that stuff. It was just um, a real treat to watch. So um, yeah, happy to be here. And speaking of airing out, we can say it that uh, all three finalists are back in the original attire. Never washed yeah. from vacation either. <laughs> like, so this is fresh in their minds. So Blood, sweat, dirt, everything. <laughs> uh, lastly, uh, as everyone has watched the episode now and the last member standing here, we have Petey. Petey, how are you doing today? Hey, hi, everybody. I did it. I got it. <laughs> got the trophy. <laughs> uh, which makes sense now because I was confused on the the whole questionnaire why is this so like gem related but now seeing the trophy it all makes sense at the end so yeah yeah <laughs> they do lots of like stone mining and rock mining and gold mining and stuff in south dakota that's what he was going for <laughs> uh thanks for trying to make sense of michael's questions like out of the blue he should have given you all like a pamphlet of like here's gemology 101 I, I gotta say though, yeah, I right. still don't know. I still don't know anything about the gems. I, <laughs> I don't know anything either. As soon as I heard the answer, it was already gone. <laughs> Even though you have the biggest one behind you from South. Dakota. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great gem. It's my emerald. I'm calling it because I, I highlighted a green over there. <laughs> I've seen those question and answers like a hundred times through. I still don't know the answers. <laughs> well, give it up for your team for helping you out because that's the thing that brought you back anyway. So. Big time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So Kevin was already giving us a little bit of grief for being late today. Ah. Um, Michael says we have a diva on the cast. And I, I, I think Michael's being the diva here. Like, hold on, Michael. We were just um, so excited to see each other again. We just started gabbing and forgot to hit record. <laughs> <laughs> The other big props goes to there's actually a lot of big props to talk about this whole season. Uh, Michael, you did a great job of being a host on the season. Like, mad props, like yes. Michael Probst. Like, mm -hmm. it's a perfect fit for you. So, um, we'll have to contact Jeff. His long lost brother has finally been found. So, mm -hmm. season 43, maybe, Michael, put in your application now. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Who, so, who is Kendra, by the way? That is our survivor mom. We've mentioned her in the past. She's behind the camera, helping with production both seasons. Yay! She's the one Hi. cackling yeah. behind the camera. <laughs> and we love it every time. It's a mm -hmm. character in itself. Mm -hmm. uh, John Fan Club is also here. Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Danielle, love you. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's just like hit like episode seven running and everything like you folks are like make it to the final three and everything um, before we back up um, like we start with the like the recap and I, I really felt like Michael did the editing job of John was going to win hands down like John you had the best story coming in you had the best strategy the best gameplay essentially 
And then kind of things fumbled at the end, too. I know, Jason, you were running up there, too. And then obviously we see the end, Petey. So editor really tricked me there. And the host did a nice job of narrating all of that. Um, John, coming on to that last night, what were your thoughts about, like, winning? Um, honestly, I was feeling really, really confident. And, um, you know, usually when I'm feeling that way, things go horribly wrong. Um, and they kind of, they, I mean, they kind of did in a, in a sense. Um, I, I liked my chances that even if I lost, um, I knew, I mean, I knew Jason was going to take me in the top two. Um, I had a feeling Petey was going to take me in the top two also. So I, you know, I was kind of work, I was kind of just working both sides a little bit. I, you know, I hate to say that, but, um, you know, even though my true alliance was with Jason at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, I was kind of feeling good about things. You know, obviously I wanted to win the challenge and I was let down in myself for losing the challenge. Um, I was feeling good going into it. Mm-hmm. Would you say you want you want to stay there and rot or something like that in the bucket? <laughs> when I, yeah, in the bucket. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I felt like like crap. Uh, well, John, you made a comment that you thought Jason would have taken you to the end. Of course, we don't know that until we ask Jason himself. Jason, sure. had you won that final three, was oh, John going to the end? Percent. Oh, so you were pretty. Now, John, <laughs> flip side of things, you win the final three challenge. Who are you taking? I would have taken Jason, in all honesty. So <laughs> I think it's really, really important to beat this point home that PD absolutely needed to win this challenge in order to make top two. And I think that in itself is impressive that he was able to do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really similar to like, I knew when I came back, if I lose my chances of staying are very slim. And so it's like, it's game time. I only have one option and it's to win. And I feel like PD felt the same way. And then we came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was willing to die in that ice bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well i'm glad you did it because you put on a uh, fantastic final tribal speech um i thought you laid the cards out very well uh cards being brought up from the last challenge right before that um and i think you answered all the questions very well was there um we're kind of skipping around a little bit on that subject, but um, Jason, you going in to the final day, you were pretty confident as well, what you were saying. You had this game down pat. Yeah. Um, I had been saying to Michael, like uh, leading up to the game starting, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to win. Like I was runner up last year. I think it's my game. And I also feel like in the in last year, I didn't like do spectacularly well. I did fine. Like, I guess I did well overall, but I compared to other people, compared to John, compared to Michael, I didn't do that great. And so I feel like if you look at my performance this time, I did so much better. And so like having seen that on the last day, I was like, I mean, if you asked me before, I said I would win. I'm here and I feel like I've done a great job. So I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to win. And uh, John and I had our alliance and literally the only way I wasn't going to make its final two is if PD won. And so the odds were in my favor. Um, didn't pan out, but sorry. Uh, now you had the option of eliminating PD around earlier, but <laughs> you, you didn't choose to eliminate PD. You eliminated May out of this. Um, any thoughts about any regrets about going back to that final four? No. I thought for sure it was me oh. too. So. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, so a little bit of background here. Petey, feel free to butt in if you want. I know you I love will. butting in. <laughs> I know. Um, so there was this apparently like very clear rivalry between Petey and I the entire time that I had no idea about, which is why he repeatedly was trying to get rid of me and saying like, oh, got to get Jason out and like making it only me. And then as soon as I'm gone, John, who's the other like huge rival, they don't do anything with him. They keep him. And so... Um, PD, I didn't think was a problem. He hadn't like, he hadn't done anything to me except for like, you know, he voted for me, but May Lee, she turned on me. She said, I want to team back up with you when you come back in. And then when I came back in, she was like, no, I'm not going to team back up with you. 
And also like I had John back on my side and she had screwed us both over on day four. And so I was like, I, I told her right there, I was like, if you stick with Petey, I'm coming after you. And so I think like that decision and like the opportunity to get rid of her and make her pay back or get payback for what she did felt so good. It was so fun to edit together. It felt so good in the moment. Um, and so, no, like, I'm glad that was able to happen. Do I think the outcome would have been different? I mean, obviously it would have been because PD wouldn't have been there, but um, I don't know. Like, I think we would have beat Mei Lee in the final challenge, but I think I made the right decision at the time for me. And then did it pan out in the end? No, but felt nice. That was a decision of passion, I think. We Yeah, we had to get May out of there for sure. Uh, now, PD, going into that final day, um, Jason and John were both pretty confident as well. Um, PD, your thoughts? You seemed a little bit more reserved than you were the last few days that we've seen you in confessionals. You were a little bit more maybe analytical on your gameplay? Yeah. Um, you know, for, for a lot of the game, I, I think um, when it came to Jason, um, I think he was like maybe a little bit more aggressive on the day-to-day -day, um, in regards to how well he's doing and how he's talking to people and this and that. And I was a little more subtle when it came to like trying to maneuver my things, which is probably why Jason didn't even know we were in a rivalry in the way that we were because I wasn't making it very well known out loud. I was kind of like, you know, whispering in people's ears that <laughs> like, oh, he's gotta go, you know? <laughs> and then, um, you know, with uh, John, once we got Jason out, um, I just wanted to utilize John for my own purposes as as the muscle to get us to the final two, which is why he, in my mind, I wasn't really willing to get rid of him right then and there because I wanted to use that strength to my advantage. So um, going into then, um, I was a little more reserved because after May Lee went home, I, I felt that was a, a nasty hit on my gameplay. I was not expecting that. Um, but unfortunately, all those idols came out and that was that. So. Um, yeah, I went in uh, a little uh, flustered and frustrated, and then by the end, when May Lee went home, I was like, "Oh man, just you know, stick a fork in me. I'm done. <laughs> like I can't, like I can't keep doing this. My mind hurts, my body hurts, <laughs> you know." Um, but then, come the following morning, when it was ready to be game time, you know, I was able to sleep on it and be like, "All right, so your next move is it's just you and all you, and you know, you're the only one that can finish this out now. There's no one else coming for to help you." So. That's where I got a little bit more um, stern, I guess, in my final competition of standing there in the ice and holding that uh, plank up. Now, is that the moment that you see in other players, too? Uh, Petey, you normally run all these family adventures um, for, yeah. you said, 20-some years, I think, in the interview. Mm -hmm. um, was this the point that you saw it in yourself, that you were like, this is my time, that you have seen in other players in the games Ye that you've hosted? Yeah, when I was... When I was um, doing that final challenge um, and realizing I was able to keep up with the two of them. And then when John dropped his down, that's when the aha moment went into my head of, okay, one more left. I, I, and I'm not terribly tired. I can do this. And so I, all that confidence just came rushing into me. And I honestly, I feel like I started standing even uh, stronger than I was before I started because I was just ready, ready to take it to the final two. And then I got that glimmer of hope that I was able to, pull it off and and we did so that was awesome uh now we have some fans in the background here we have sarah rooting for um hashtag team kevin and then michael <laughs> justice for may like uh looking at the cast here um, <laughs> from before um in this season who if you three weren't in the final three who would you rather see in the final three at that last day um, John, we'll start with you. Who do we need justice for? Is it May? Is it not May? It's not May. <laughs> no. Um, I think I would have liked to see. Uh, I think I would have liked to see maybe Eric in there. He's a veteran, um, and Emma. I I would like to see Emma in there too, for sure. Um, I know Emma was a big underdog coming into it, um, and she. Uh, and then, you know, she was unfortunately one of the last picks and she got the blood pearl and now she is targeted by everybody. You know, I, 
I, I, I, you know, I would have probably liked to see maybe Eric or Emma up in up in the top two. I think that would have been cool. I think Emma wins for one of the best jury speeches, though. So she does take that throne. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> there's nothing I could do to save that vote with Emma. All I could do is apologize and just just deal with whatever she needed to tell me. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to those specific specifics <laughs> later. Uh, Peter, uh, PD, who do you want in the finals besides you? Uh, if it wasn't me, I would like Kevin to get there because I think he'd be the most unlikely one to make it. And I, I think he'd do a great speech to get him hopefully to the win. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the, kid, the kid was great with speeches. <laughs> Um, so if we're talking top three, okay, does it deserve justice? Absolutely not. But um, I think she did, she played, well, okay. So there were like a few like suicide moves that she made in this game that it was like, what are you even doing? Like she was just- I loved it. I loved her messy gameplay. It was so fun. <laughs> I loved it as a fan too. Like it was exciting to see. Yeah, it's funny. If it's not to you. <laughs> Um, but, but no, I don't think she deserves justice, but I think like when she's not making those weird moves that nobody understands, she plays really well. And she did the season before too, because she was eliminated in a similar situation to me. She was eliminated and then she fought her way back in and then she got eliminated again. But like, I don't know, I feel like her heart's really in it. And I feel like she's gotten the farthest aside from like the two of us and the two winners. Um, so I think May, I think, Emma had like the biggest character arc probably because she kind of like, I, I feel like she didn't really want to play in season one. And then in season two, she was like, maybe she still didn't want to play, but she was like, maybe I don't want to play, but I'm here playing, so let's do it. And so she like made moves and she wasn't trying to get out. She was actually giving it her all. And I admire that, I love that. Um, and then I think Sarah, because I think that she got axed way too early I think she would have done really well if she was given the opportunity to. Ryan, too. <laughs> yeah. He asked himself, though. Yes. <laughs> I am all about uh, seeing Sarah do something else in the future as well. I think I made it apparent on the thing. And, you know, we have to point out that Sarah was fan favorite. So Sarah's got a big crowd of fans rooting for her for next time, for sure. No doubt. Agreed. Uh, now, in that ice bucket challenge, as uh, we were kind of getting to, um, Petey, you had a little good luck charm with you. I saw it in the live comments during the show. Um, do you think that brought you any good luck? Uh, are you referring to my belt? <laughs> uh, very fashionable. Yes, absolutely. I think it was uh, by designer Carl, maybe? Yes, it was Carl. My my dog's uh, leash um, served as my belt for the remainder of the game after day one. <laughs> and it was definitely a good luck charm, and he's a good luck charm, and we love seeing him on on footage when he was there. Mm-hmm. And we did. Um, Jason, you held in to uh, the very end. You had a little slip up. Was it just you know lost your train of thought? You said you were your your fingers were just going numb at that point. Yeah. Um. I wish th- this is something we've not done either season and uh if we ever do anything in the future we need to make sure to do a a final like confessional because like i had things i wanted to say i um yeah my fingers were like my whole my fingers were starting to go numb starting like at the very beginning and i was trying to like make him dance around my other arm was totally fine didn't go numb at all and so i was trying to make him dance around try and wake him up it didn't work it slowly moved further and further and further down my arm until i couldn't feel it at all so at the beginning, I'm holding my hands parallel. At the end, it's like this because my other arm is holding my other arm up. And when I actually dropped, I was thoroughly convinced that the plank broke. Like I didn't realize, cause I couldn't feel anything. I didn't realize that I had let go. I thought it was still in my hand. Um, and then obviously I looked down and the plank was in one piece and I was like, oh, I guess I let go. Um, it's crazy. I, we all walked into that, I think, thinking that the ice in the bucket was going to be the hard part. My feet went numb right away, and then it was like, no problem. And it actually got super, super challenging to hold the plank up. So great job to Petey. He, it, my body gave out. Like, I didn't even willingly give that, let that go. 
Um, thank you, PD, for giving into Kevin's request. Even though we are here with the three finalists, we have to have a special guest appearance by mm-hmm. Carl, the dog. You can see him in episodes one through seven. Um, yeah, it's like he also made it to the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Jason puts a good point out there. You never really got a chance to like recap um, the final challenge. So, John, what was your kind of recap of that challenge? And you know, looking back. Could you have done anything different? Um, no, um, no. It, I, I just you either have that mobility or, or you don't, and I didn't. And I was pretty much maxed out, you know, at a bad angle. And I'm looking at Petey, and he is cool as a cucumber. I mean, no shaking. He's completely upright, and I'm like, I'm not even close to that. I'm trying to jam my head to hold up, you know, my my arm, and I'm like, I. You know, that's it's a losing it's a losing battle, and I knew it. You know, and Jason looked pretty good too. I, I thought his posture was actually um, looking pretty well too. So I knew that was going to be a loss for me. But again, I still felt I still felt like I was in a good good spot either way. Mm-hmm. Um, now I was surprised. You know, final three challenges, endurance challenges in general typically bring a lot of deal-making strategies. Um, Jason and PD especially, I felt like we were waiting for that moment. I think Michael even calls it at one point, like, oh, it's really quiet, and there's no strategy talking about making deals. Uh, Jason, you make a quick little pitch at the end right before you go out. Um, PD, would you have taken anything that Jason would have offered you at that point? Um, Well, you know, during that challenge, I... um... I ended up zoning out for the most of it. I ended up playing an episode of of a show in my head. So I really like wasn't there anymore. So I think there was a time where Michael was even asking me a question and I wasn't, <laughs> I don't think I responded. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just really focused into what I was doing. Um, and then when I, after uh, John fell, um, that's when I kind of came back a little bit and was like, oh wait, yeah, I'm here competing. And then um, when Jason started to speak to me, the thing with that is that um, whenever, at least in my opinion, whenever I feel like someone's about to make a deal, it's because they're about to be done. So in a way, I saw that as a, uh, oh, good, he's he's almost out. So I'm just going to wait it out. Um, I don't know what other deal he could have given me that was kind of the only deal <laughs> to make. And uh, I just, I wasn't comfortable with doing that because I, I knew in that, I knew at that time that I could win this one and just make my own decision regardless of a deal or not. So but that did, that doesn't mean that I was automatically taking John. I did sit there on the ground for a while while my uh, feet came back to life, weighing the pros of pros and cons of which one was going to go with me. It wasn't entirely just John, no matter what, especially because I was a little betrayed and, you know, felt a little hurt by him for a, a lot during that day. But then I had to, you know, I was able to sleep on it and <laughs> and come back and then make a decision. But yeah. Uh, Michael points out a good point in the episode. Um, Jason, you did a nice little maneuver on the sunglasses, so they were dirty. <laughs> they were dirty. Thank you. <laughs> that was cinematic excellence. It, w- it was. Thank you. <laughs> um, there's a term that comes up a few times describing John, and I'm just curious if this is a common term that you just refer to as John, but John, you are known as a physical specimen. Um, is this something coined from Gatlinburg that I missed or something like that? Or did it just come to everyone on this episode? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know where this stuff comes from. Um, <laughs> if I was such a physical specimen, I would have won the final three competition. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's my answer to that. Um, I am kind of a, I, I think I'm just more of that one trick pony. Like, okay, yeah, he, he, he looks kind of good. He's kind of strong. Like he's the, he's the, he's the dumb animal. Let's have him fight Petey. Let's have him drink the poisonous stuff. And uh, okay, all right, John wins. But then when mental capacity comes into play, what what's wrong with this guy? Is he, is he okay? Like, you know, so, you know, that's why I voted for myself as the most one dimensional person on the team. So um around uh, out of the group so um mm-hmm. yeah I don't, I don't know i don't i don't know where that comes from <laughs> i i just felt like i heard it a few times i think pd was the one that said it the most per se 
Mm. You do set it. <laughs> and we actually wrote it into the beginning monologue, but yeah, I haven't Michael said it too. yet. Um, because I was, I was, um, I was reviewing the footage as I would start the episode. So that was a coincidence. Actually, we, we wrote it in there and then you decided to. <laughs> I feel that can be your like lower third, like in a survivor show and make like John physical specimen right there. Physical, Dang, that, that, and, that and hero, we all call him hero in the family all day, every day. So <laughs> I don't like that one, but I'll take the, the specimen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, uh, I'm curious because, uh, Jason, you've done a lot of advertising of the show and you posted it on your Facebook. And I think I've seen it on a lot of folks, too. Um, what's been the thought getting into that last episode? Did you see some friends just like tune in and root for you individually? Did you um, I know we have people in the audience right now watching and commenting. Um, John, specifically, did you have anybody like reach out that you were like, hey, I can't believe you're watching me or um yeah i mean there's there's been a lot of people who have been reaching out and um i i you know i got friends hit me up in group chats like dude your show is really good I, like i i've watched you know a ton of episodes like guys from the firehouse i'm like oh my god i didn't even know you were watching like, you know it's really cool um kind of you kind of feel like a mini celebrity a little bit um but everybody says the same thing like this is really well done like how, like how did you do this who was who was the host? Like that was insane work that he did. He did such a good job. And, um, and the editing was, I mean, just such high quality, you know, so, um, nothing but good things have been said, um, ab about the show and how it turned out. Well, turning it over to you, Jason, any outsider feedback that you've gotten and you want to share any new fans of Jason? Um, fans of Jason, maybe not fans of the show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite things, like, I feel like when you think about like, oh, this is a fan made, like my friends made this show and they want me to watch it. You don't really, is, like, even though people know that I do video, they're like, it's just like a family game. Like it, but I like intentionally made it to like, look like the show. And so one of our friends, and this was how we like advertise season one is fans are saying this is better than I thought it would be. Um, and so I thought that was hilarious. Um, I think that I found a lot of the case, my like my really close friends were rooting for other people because I'm a monster, um, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, because also, like I had the opportunity to make myself look good. I had the opportunity to make myself look bad. I'm not here to be biased, maybe in some ways, but I'm not here to be biased. So I mean, okay. Um, there were still people rooting for. One thing that I found exciting is like obviously some of my close friends and family were rooting for me. So like. Who would you be if you weren't? But it was fun to see people that I don't know at all being like, yeah, Team Jason. I'm like, oh, cool. So that was nice. But my my favorite thing, because like, yeah, I'm a competitor in it, but that's only like, that's such a small portion of the work for me. So when, like, we've had a lot of random people that I've never heard of that don't live in state that say like, hey, I want to travel and be part of next season. Like, that's really special to me because it says like, we did such a good job that they want to be involved. So. That's cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Petey, of course, the biggest congratulation goes to you for winning it. Did you have anybody like special to um, hit you up at all? Um, you know, I did have a, you know, I had a lot of people reaching out. Uh, again, a lot of people um, I didn't know either. And what's funny is I even with like friends and things like that, um, when there's multiple people in a household, it's funny listening to them be hashtag Team John, hashtag Team Jason. Team PD, and then the house gets divided over what's happening on the screen. That that's really hilarious to see. Like you don't actually experience it, you know, until you're actually living it on a on an actual show. And that's that's all um, because of Jason, because it just looks like just such a real show <laughs> that it, that it gets people really invested, and in, that you forget that it's just a family game, and you end up just you know rooting for specific characters. And then it's interesting to get the feedback from obviously your fans the ones that are rooting for you being excited for you but then also getting the feedback of your haters out of nowhere that says you didn't deserve to win it was supposed to be john and you know this and that and <laughs> which, no, which is nothing but flattering overall because it just shows what a great show it is because you know i've i've heard cases for both <laughs> sides and that's that's how it is like any any one of us could have won based off of how we played so 
Uh, well, I know Jason got a very special thank you from someone, and I think Jason, you wanted me to play a little bit of it here. If you want to, I thought it was cool. Yeah, absolutely. I find it cool as well. So um, this here, we're gonna all go on mute, and then just to take a few moments, I didn't finish. Yeah, so we'll just watch here for a little bit. Hello, Jason. It's Sugar from Survivor. Uh, I have been summoned from the cast of Surviving South Dakota to congratulate you for creating such an exciting and professional season and uh, and to thank you. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I just checked out your YouTube and followed and it is a good show. And you know what? You guys probably had a lot more fun than most of the rest of us. I guess Sandra and Rob would probably say, well, they would never say anything bad about Survivor. <laughs> but uh, I have a big mouth and I don't care. <laughs> um, but you guys seem to have a good, like, you know, it's just, I think maybe it's a little different when uh, it's on TV and then like social media is involved. But um, I mean, you guys look like you were having a good time and uh, probably not as hard of feelings for the people <laughs> but uh i don't know i mean maybe maybe everybody took it just as seriously who knows uh, um i i guess we'll go with that question here like sugar makes a good point like even though it is a like a family event you know there were some times where attention was a bit high i would say um i think may said it in her final speech at the end she's like john Never forgive you. Do you think that bridge has been broken by now? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, she roasted me, and uh, she called me out on some stuff. And I, you know, rewatching it, I thought it was it was great. And there's, I mean, you know, me and May get along great. I mean, she's she's my sister. I love her, but you know, you, you go back on. Uh, she she called me out for a lot of stuff. You you pull back the tapes. I mean, it's amazing because there's there's dozens of hours of footage and rarely do you find her on screen being honest or not stabbing somebody in the back or being a decent person, you know, like it's crazy, you know? So I just thought it was funny that she was really, really laying into me. I don't know why I didn't give it back to her at the time. But, uh, that, that final tribal council was literally just a roast on me and John just back and forth. Oh, it, was, <laughs> it was brutal. Brutal. Kevin scared me so bad. I, I thought I was going to see my pants. I didn't even know what to say to him. You know, <laughs> like, it was crazy, but uh, no, no hard feelings. No, everything's cool. We're, you know, it's a game and we'll, we'll have conversations for a, for a lifetime about it. So that's, that's what makes it so great. And I'm just surprised, like, all the comments that like, come in for teammate, teammate. Like, she has a huge, like, did she win Gatlinburg, like, fan favorite first, too? Is that who took it? Yeah, she was fan favorite, Gatlinburg. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, she I'm was, excited to see May come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that, well, like, obviously, like, we've all buried everything in, like, everyday life. She meant it when she said, I'll never forgive you because you saw what he did in season one and how that affected everything she did in season two. So it's like, she's okay with you in life, but she meant that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with it. Um, let's see here. Now, getting into the tribal speeches and whatnot, like, we'll just, like, recap. Like, Ryan was pretty straight up with his thing. He's like, yep, Petey, you got my vote. That was pretty much it. So, that was, great. Uh, that was awesome. It's <laughs> a good start. And then we get to Sarah. Sarah asked a little bit more in-depth questions. Um, Sarah's got a great personality and everything. Um, but I think it really kicks off in seriousness when we get to Emma. Um, Emma really drives it in and uh, Petey, you're pretty much the victim at that point. Um, she talks about you're backstabbing everyone and how do you think you'll overcome it? You do, but yeah. you weren't able to recap. Like we talked briefly about her speech. Was there anything that you think you could have said differently or is that one one of those lost causes? Um, well, with Emma, I, I probably wouldn't consider myself the victim on that one. I think it was just her giving me what I rightfully deserved in that moment because like I said before, Emma, I believe, um, was the one that I 
personally took to heart that I screwed over because I feel like I blatantly lied to her face um, in order to advance. Um, with everyone else, um, I, 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 I can't say I was um, being untruthful or whatever, but um, I, I wasn't upset that I kind of did the voting that I had to with everyone else because it's, it's what I was doing to stay alive in the game. Emma, I don't know if I necessarily had to do that to stay in the game. And so that's why I kind of felt a little bad about that. But that that blood pearl just kept screaming in my head. So it just it had to happen that way. But you know, I think I think overall, like I was able to play a pretty solid social game to where even though I had a hand in voting out everybody except for Maylee, I was stay, still able to voice my side of it and, you know, get as many votes as I did. And so, you know, it, it's it accounts for a good social game if you're able to vote people out and then they still vote for you in the end. So. Um, I forgot to uh, get back to a comment that somebody had asked before. Jason, did you find it hard separating yourself from yourself, the editor? Um, there it was. Um, Chris asked. Um. I think Michael's better equipped to answer that question, but I feel like I did a decent job because, so we went through this once before and um, it's really funny because it, I, I was in the final three last time as well. And so I wrote the final three monologue and it was like, <laughs> Michael describes it as in like, Michael, this piece of shit, John, this piece of shit, and Jason, a shining angel. And I'm like, well, I didn't intentionally do that, but maybe that's just how it is. Um, no. Um, so then we rewrote it and made us all sound like level. And so like that kind of hit me. And so I was like, okay, going into this season, I need to make sure that I'm giving myself like equal screen time as everyone else. I need to make sure that I'm giving myself an equal edit. And also this time, like I knew what I was doing where last time I didn't. And like, if you put me in a game like this, I'm gonna be one of the nastier ones. And I think it's fun. If you're voted the villain, you still kind of win in a way, in my opinion. And so, um, you know, I put that in there and I know that that doesn't really like make you look good a lot of the time. It doesn't make you likable a lot of the time. And I don't care, like I put it in there. I contradicted myself in flashbacks and stuff like that. And um, so I think I was intentional and I was like, I can't, I can't be biased, but at the same time, I still am me. So I can't be 100% unbiased ever. So yeah, we also paid attention to that with the monologues this time and I feel like they were written better. Um, but I still made sure that Michael was proofing everything that I was doing to make sure that it was like an even playing field. Mm -hmm. Um, now, from other players' perspectives, John, do you think you were edited in a pretty good light, per se? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought I had uh, some good screen time. I had all my highlights in there, so um, and all my, you know, my my good weird sayings. So, um, no, it was great. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, PD, yourself, more more screen time, less screen time. Anything we missed from the editing floor? Um, I thought I got a, a lot of screen time, more than I thought I was going to get. Um, I, I was appreciative of how of how I came across, I think. Um, I was actually expecting a lot worse. I was worried I was going to come across as more villainous, but I don't know if it necessarily portrayed that way. But I guess that's open to interpretation based off of who your hashtag team is. <laughs> I want to know your villain, because I also don't know. Like, is it you? I looked is at that. I looked at that. You did a vote for um, for villain season one too. Yeah. I, I noticed that you didn't do it yet for this season, Not but sure. that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Michael says villains forever. <laughs> I don't think John, you could ever be a villain. Like I think your personality is just too like team oriented. But you did make some like very tricky plays. Like you went out with a strategy thinking that it'd be great to uh, hide fake idols and yours paid off another person's didn't which we'll get to a moment but uh, what was your strategy behind that and why did you want to play a little bit more i guess rougher more strategic in that aspect well like i said in the final episode you, you don't get to that final those final two spots with being an, an angel you know and um I brought those things as a those those fakes as a 
competitive advantage. And um, I also just kind of thought it'd be pretty funny if somebody played that and it was a fake and it was really funny. And I, I loved every second of that. It was just a sweet, delicious moment. And, uh, you know, it was kind of cool and it was good. Uh, you know, it was good, you know, good TV. And I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. So I, it was, it was fun to kind of, I don't think I was a total villain, but I, you know, it was fun kind of being a little sneaky, like a snake. So I had fun with it. Uh, Kendra here says epic. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, uh, along with that, um, Jordan, um, in the chat asked a question that it kind of pertains to that. So I'd like to, uh, respond to it. So PD, do you think you played a better game than John? If so, why in the same question to John, um, when it comes right down to it, I would honestly say that I think throughout the whole game, I think John played the best game out of all of us, even more so than me, even though I won. Um, I, I like, for example, you know, he brought a real looking fake idol. I brought a garbage one. He won all the <laughs> challenges. I won two. Uh, he did a lot of strategic moves and got, I got people to, you know, he said what you need to say to get to the end and it did work. Um, and even convinced me, you know, that that got betrayed three or four times from him still brought him to the final two. I think where he tumbled kind of what he said before is at the end when he was doing his final tribal council, if he, I feel like if he would have been pushing harder for himself and being like, no, I deserve this. And this is why I did this. I did this. And this is how I got here. Um, I think he talked up a little bit at the end, just kind of to talk to May Lee about it. But I think if he would have went harder on Eric, if he would have went harder on Kevin, if he would have went harder on May Lee, I think he really could have turned those votes around and take that idol or take that win. But I think he wanted to, I think he was just being a little bit more humble than he should have at that time. Cause at final council, you're there to, to speak on behalf of yourself. And I wish he would have did that a little harder. Cause I do think he probably would have won had he had done that. Uh, now that was one of the very first questions we actually received in the chat. Um, Danielle, Danielle was, I think a little disappointed in you, John, at that moment, she was probably really rooting for you. I think based on the comments we see here in the chat, but, um, uh, John, why, why not go like vote for me? Well, it's, you know, I, I've heard what PD has said and a couple other people have said that to me too. Um, I, I respectfully disagree. I don't think I would have won any votes. I think I might've had a chance in winning Kevin's vote, but I think all the other votes were pretty much set in stone. Um, Jason was going for me. Um, I had a feeling Emma was going to pick me. I don't think it, that was a toss-up. Um, May Lee's vote was not a toss-up. She was voting for Petey. Um, Ryan and Sarah said, you know, Team Sapa, we're voting for Petey. That's that's how it is. And um, I could I think I could have gotten Kev, Kevin's vote if I pushed a little harder, maybe. You could have gotten um, Eric's too, because uh, he's he's told me that if you would have pushed a little harder, Eric would have voted for you. Well, that's the one I, I I really had trouble with. That's the one I really didn't understand because me and Eric side by side won so many challenges together, and to to vote for you, I don't under I, I really don't understand that vote. I I do you know no offense, Petey, I do think I played the better game. Um, I agree. I don't think I needed to rem to really remind everybody we were in the trenches for, I don't know how many days battling it out. Like, did everybody forget how I competed? Did everybody forget how I played? I don't think so. Um, I played, you know, I mean, there were times where I straight up lied to people's face and I was villainous and I was sneaky and I, you know, I, I do feel bad for those things. And especially Kevin too, because I straight up lied to his face multiple times. And that's why, I, you know, I didn't know what to say to the guy, you know. So, um, no, I thought being humble, I, I just wanted to say what I would want to hear in the jury, knowing if, if I was wrong by me, that's what I would want to hear. I would want to hear somebody being humble and not playing the game that I did and then bragging about how awesome I am. That didn't seem like the play to me. And I think that was you know, I, I thought that was the right call at the time. So I don't feel bad about um, my final um, confessional to the group. 
Yeah, the final tri tribal council is definitely like it truly is the last challenge of of, of the game that really decides who wins. So, yeah, it could have gone either way. Um, there was a uh, question that was asked earlier in the tribal, and PD, I think the question was something like, "Who would you have taken to the end from the beginning, or something like that?" You yeah. said Kevin, obviously. Uh, yes. What did that obviously like? entail um the obviously was because i was one that brought him to the game so <laughs> i was so i definitely wanted him to go as far as he was able to go because um you know out, outside of um th this vi this uh trip this this game that we played was really a um feet to the fire thing with kevin because he, he's gone on a few hangouts with with this big group um here and there but um, then all of a sudden, you know, turn it into an eight-day stint with 13 people. You know, it was a lot to ask of someone. So I, I had a little bit more gumption to uh, try to keep him into the experience for as long as possible. So it was just all a matter of of how we clicked as the game progressed. Mm -hmm. uh, now, just focusing back on May's question, John, is there any reason why um, she should get your vote? No. Not at all. I mean, you heard it from episode, I don't know, I want to say two. She's like, I was not in an alliance with, I was not interested in an alliance with John and never was. You know, that's what started the the betrayal and kind of the, the bad blood. And um, no, there was no, she was, there was no situation. There was, I, there's nothing I could have said except May, I'm buying you a Ferrari where she would have given me her vote. They're like, she was not voting for me at all. She would, she would take that Ferrari. <laughs> she would take Ferrari and I would get the vote. Yeah. That was the only circumstance. So I did not feel like I needed to give her an explanation. I did out of politeness just because that's, I don't know, whatever. That's what I do, I guess. But, you know, I wasn't getting made. Yeah. There, there are some votes that are just lost no matter <laughs> no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Say, so. I, I, I still believe that majority of them were, were lost. We're I wrong. couldn't say I couldn't say a thing to Jason to get him to flip, so I wasn't even gonna bother. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask Jason kind of the same question. Jason, you came out being like John's number one cheerleader. You put John's gameplay out there for people to see when maybe John didn't quite do that. Do you think there's anything besides a Ferrari that may needed to hear to even consider John's vote, maybe? If you know Maylee at all, no. it doesn't take much to convince her to do anything if it's money-based. Five dollars. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. I'll give you your vote. <laughs> I don't think she had any incentive to vote for John because she was partnered with Petey the whole time. But that was also like her decision. She could have been partnered with John the whole time. I, you know, could have been five dollars. Who knows? I don't know. Now, Jason, you joined jury pretty quick. You didn't get any time to like ponderosa with them. Do you think maybe you could have had you had an hour, half hour with the jury just to kind of recap? Do you think maybe you would have swayed somebody differently or had something to bring up in John's defense? never really thought about that because that was kind of like the purpose of what I did say about John. Like I was also Danielle really upset with what I was hearing come out of his mouth because I was rooting for him so hard. Um, and so then when I got up, I was pissed off number one, because I heard Petey saying you didn't deserve to be here because you were eliminated. So that pissed me off. Number two, I was listening to John repeatedly say, I don't deserve it when clearly he did. And so I stood up and I was heated and I'm like, well, let me lay it out here. Like, this is why, like, why do I have to be the one to explain why you have to win? So, I mean, I did it anyway, but maybe I would have done it in a nicer way if I did have time with people. I don't know. I've never thought about that. That's a great question. I don't know. I Probably not because Eric would never listen to me about anything. Maybe, no, if you watched what happened. Maybe Sarah. 
Um, now, out of curiosity, there were a lot of things that didn't happen, and it sounds like there were some idols and things that weren't ever found. Um, I know Michael's in the chat and everything, but um, I think the the edit showed one idol and one idol blocker. Jason, you were the editor. Was that correct? There were two idols, and there was the blood pearl, and there was the idol blocker. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Um, I was just curious, was anybody ever close to finding these? Um, I know Michael's in the comments, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, yes, someone else at the campground found one of them. Oh. Because we, <laughs> like, I looked in this spot. Campsite 24 saves Jason. Last round. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the last day that we were able to play items, um, right after tribal council, we got in the car and Michael was like, I'm going to show you where they were all hidden. And so you kind of got to see that when you, it wasn't really explained. So maybe you didn't notice, but, um, when it was talking about the items, it showed where they were hidden or it showed Michael hiding them. Um, so there was that big rock on the field where we played a lot of the time. And there was like a crevice in it where like, if you reach your arm down, there are a bunch of other little pebbles and it was buried in there. That's where the second idol was. Um, I personally looked there several times. I know John did. I don't know if you did. I think Eric did. There were a bunch of people. I did. There. there there was one hole where I stuck my hand all the way into it and something literally screamed at me and went, ah! and I was like, oh, I'm done looking. Yeah. <laughs> so then he showed us where it was. And I was like, if that, like, it wasn't there anymore. And I was like, if that was there when I looked, I would have it. Like we looked in that exact spot. And then the, um, you should have taken May to that hole. That would have been hilarious to catch on film. Like, it's in there, May. You have to grab it. Grab it real <laughs> quick before John gets it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of us were really close to the blocker, but we that was still there. I was close. John was close. We might have been the only ones because we had the clues for that one. And I don't think anyone else did. Uh, Michael says there was a cursed idol. Is it just cursed out of experience or cursed out of, like, game powers? That is the blocker. Um, that's how it was described in the clue. When John did find a hidden immunity idol, that's how it was described. There's an item that will block this. When you find it, you realize it's called the cursed idol. But since it was never found, we didn't want to dive too far into that with the storyline. Um, so we never actually disclosed that it was called the cursed idol. We just yeah. called it the blocker because that's what made it on screen. That would have been great for me and Maylee to find during her uh, elimination because it would have blocked uh, John's idol. <laughs> and then you would have had a like process could that in the game rules because it's kind of a new ability um did you have to play it before the votes were cast or after an idol is played jason do you know how that went as editor i think michael described it and he's sitting right in front of me so he can nod if i'm wrong mm -hmm. i think he described it as like he would ask if a person was if they had an idol that they wanted to play and then the person who if someone had a cursed idol they would like see that this person said yes and then they would say okay i want to play this against them michael i think there's a lag he's not looking at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah because then that would have been four that would have been four items played in that round <laughs> yeah um so jason getting in third place what are you taking from this game to bring to your next game if there's ever a next game per se but like what are you like because you changed up your gameplay from season one. You had a much stronger presence playing the game and running it, per se. Um, do you have any outlooks on season three? But before we get there, Michael does say, yes, a cursed idol will played after the hidden idol. So season three, what's your outlook because of this? I don't know. I think people know me too well, and I think people know John too well. They know us in this setting, and they know that the both of us have made it to the final three twice. I don't know if there's a future for us in that. Like, I don't think there's anything we could do to win because we did so well. I, I got eliminated, but like, I also got back and continued killing it. So again, that's my bias, but um, no, I, I think that I did what I could. And like, obviously there are a few things I could switch, but I don't think anyone would ever let either of us win. Mm, I, I disagree because with um, Survivor and for like shows like Survivor, Big Brother, The Challenge, and all that, there's some people that 
play multiple times and don't get that win. And then after like the fourth or fifth time, they ended up taking it. So it's still completely a possibility. You just got to find different avenues and hope that not everything goes from the previous seasons into this new one. And, you know, like I, for example, if a season three were to happen, I don't know that I would necessarily be like, Jason's got to go out first again. Like I, you know, I would mix it up too, as would anyone mix up their game because everybody lost except for one. And so everyone's, <laughs> sorry. So everyone's trying to mix their games up. So I, I don't think it's, it's a down and out for either yourself or John, depending on what happened. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm basing that mainly on like you, you did look at me day one. You're like, got to get him out. Got to get John out. And like, we were a team. So it was important to get one of us out. And so it was like the first opportunity you had, I was gone. And it yeah, was but like, I, I, I did that. <laughs> so now I might shake it up in the, if a third season were to happen. <laughs> but you got enough people to agree with you that like, yeah, fuck the alliance that I had with him because we had conversations with Emma I was in an alliance, I thought, with May Lee. We had conversations with Eric, and they all turned on me. And also, we talked to Kevin. I think that was a lost cause. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think it was just it was just my social game. I think my social game is was pretty strong this season and doesn't necessarily mean that that's how it would shake out next time. <laughs> um, everyone's chiming in here for season three. It's not if, it's when. Thank you, Chris, for being on that bandwagon, whoever you may be. Um, and Sarah says, cast yes. somebody wants to vote Sarah out first or something. Where was that comment? Somebody, yeah, right there. Um, hopefully not. No, I want Sarah and Chris, you should make amends and partner up right now. Okay. Final two, I'd say. <laughs> uh, John, is there any difference in gameplay that you want to get out of your next experience or just in general out of this game? Mm. I, so it, yeah, if, if, um, or when season three happens, uh, personally, I think I peaked in the game. Um, I agree with Jason's assessment. Um, I think at first opportunity, I will be voted out by the group, um, no matter what. Um, I think the only reason it didn't happen in season two is because oh, I'm on the winning team again, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't see me winning. I don't see myself coming in first. I, I can see me getting close again, you know, if I get on a nice winning streak again. But, um, no, I, you know, I, I, I might be able to bring something to the, to the table again i haven't proved from season three or i'm from season one when i when i came in third and then i came in second this time but um no i i i don't think i don't think it's in the cards for me but you never know i'm gonna i'll compete either way so and I'm, you know i'm gonna you know i'm gonna come at your heart so um yeah we'll see i think the wounds are still fresh this just aired i will admit that I was really in my feelings for literally six months watching it every day, all day. <laughs> so this last week, I actually feel so good, like better than I have in a while. But it's like, it's still really recent. And so it's like, I don't know what I could do, but time's gonna pass and we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I do wanna make a quick little pitch to all of you and all of you listening on wherever you're watching from listening from we do have other live games that you know like you said you're like oh i know this person already i know this person there is a whole community of games out there so if you're interested in playing anything outside of this too you're more than welcome to apply uh, just based on your experience here everybody on this season had great personalities and i would love to see anything in the future that you do have to offer for this um pd brought up you know there's big brother survivor amazing race the challenge like there's other avenues that you can experience too in this community so I, I welcome you all here with open arms and i can't wait to see whatever comes in the future per se so thank you for being here um jason what was that weird laughter at the end i don't know if i was the only person to stay like 30 seconds after the ending <laughs> but what was that little cackle i don't know what it was what, there's a little what like it, what is it <laughs> that was just my final stab at PD for being an ugly witch all season. <laughs> ah, no way. <laughs> oh, that, that's not the truth, Alan, but okay. <laughs> I agree. Mm. Oh, that's not the truth, Alan. Perfect. <laughs>
right, um, Petey, as the winner of this yes. season, any final comments before we head out for the night? Um, you know, my final comments is that I think it was a fantastic game. And, you know, I, I think John and I think Jason and did a phenomenal job. And I do think they had great game plays. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to discredit myself. I do think I, I played the best that I could. Um, when it came to my social game, I had to use because I wasn't as strong as the challenges. But that doesn't mean I was the worst at the challenges. I was able to pull a couple of wins out. So, you know, I'm especially uh, on the last one when it mattered to get to the final two. So I'm not trying to discredit myself at all. I'm very proud of the way that I played and how far I got and taking home the victory. Because, you know, when you have a when you have the host go in as a competitor, you're automatically looked at right from the beginning. So, um, yeah, great job, me. <laughs> And great job, everyone. So thank you all for tuning in for episode seven recap. If you haven't watched the season, go back and watch the whole thing. It's just like a movie. You know how it ends, but you know, it's all about how you get there. And that's what the journey is all about. Thanks for tuning in and make sure you uh, check out Jason's YouTube for surviving South Dakota and Gatlinburg. So rewatch from episode one. It'll be like, what do they call it? Like a prelude or something like that. A prequel, prequel to season two. So uh, also, make sure you tune in and check out whatever happens next on Live Reality Games, whether here on Facebook, on YouTube, wherever you may be watching. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. It helps out and helps promote this community and continue growing. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Michael, for the shout outs there. Thank you for everyone tuning in. And until next time. Thank bye. you, Live Reality Games. Thank you for having us. Thank you.